Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection Radio, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Craig Martin, here with my co-host, Christina. Welcome to the show. Hi, hello. Hello there. How you doing? How are you? Oh, my God, so good. It's amazing. And we're going to do this autumn show tonight. And all day I've noticed it, even the shorter, earlier daylight, sun going down so soon, Darkness is upon us. Leaves mm. are leaves are very sunburnt, mm. falling off the tree. It's been beautiful, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. And the cool I've been noticing cool breezes a little bit here and there. Just a little extra whiff of crispness, which is so nice. Gotta love it. Cool breezes. Probably not as cool as if we were in Vermont, but yes, they're cool Correct. for LA. <laughs> in the context, yes. Cool for LA. So we're not yeah. in Montana, but we're not in. Um, but we, but we're, you know, but we are still experiencing autumn, which is amazing. And you know, when I was looking at the chart, and I was looking at how uh, Mars had just gone into Libra yesterday, and it's mm-hmm. still at zero degrees Libra, and Libra is the first sign of autumn, and Venus is already in Scorpio. So. Mm. Um, you know, sort of preceding the energy is really um, uh, dragging the sun into autumn. And there is only one more week. Um, The solstice is next week. So we'll be talking about that because we have a a new moon next week in Pisces. I guess that's what we're going to be talking about next Wednesday. So this week, it's all Libra, Scorpio energy and the way in which that's all about relationships. I had an interesting thought about this energy and how the winter is the time when we go inward in into ourselves, but the winter side of the chart is the most outward public part. And again, there's that there's that other balanced sort of oxymoron about spirituality, the yin yang of it all. How we can't have one without the other. Mm. How this very private time of the year is represented in the chart by the most public aspect of our lives. Right. I know the solstice, the winter solstice is the mid heaven. Oh my gosh. Right. Right. The solstice and to the solstice as in the, that's one of the shortest days of the year, right? It is the shortest day of the year. It's the mid heaven, which for our listeners is the top of the chart. It's uh-huh. the most public it's the most public aspect of our of our lives and yet it's represented by the darkest time of the year the most <laughs> inward time when everyone is inside right and then the summer solstice on June 21st is represented by the fourth house cusp which is the um the IC and the, that's what the cusp is called and um, and that's the longest the day of the year, but it's the mo- but it's the most private, personal part of the chart. <laughs> yes. How interesting is that? How interesting. Very. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because so, we're really hitting. Uh, we're really hitting on you know the we're getting close to Libra, and Libra in the chart is always or that it's that spot where it's the you're beginning to do the, you know, not self, the other people. There's other people in your lives. There's other 
relationships that you have, all that good stuff starts with kind of Libra energy. So heading into that into the winter, right? The first six signs are, you know, without judgment, they're Mm. very much more about personal developmental energy. That's why they're on the personal side of the chart. They're they're They are about the individual and the way in which we establish our, our identity and our language skills and things like that. And then from Libra to Pisces is the way in which we interact socially. Mm. So it's just interesting that that's placed at the most inward time of the year. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, I love it. It's the balance in all things. Hmm. Yeah. So nice. You can't have, right? You can't have. I don't know. I was talking with my son about this yesterday when we were on the walk and we were coming home and um, oh, he asked me a question about God and asked me about God and like weapons. We were what? talking about, well, we were talking about, you know, school safety and things he's learning in school mm-hmm. about like, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, lockdowns and mm-hmm. you know active shooter alerts. I know it's horrible yeah. to have to talk yeah. to a ten year old about those things, but the modern day. So then he was like, "Why would God make certain things like that?" And I said, "Well, it was a risk, you know. Like God made human beings and then gave them the power to make those things because He also gave them the power to make the violin and music and yoga and art." And then mm-hmm. he totally got it. It was really nice to see. He was like, right, you can't have one without the other. And I was like, right, it's the yin-yang of things. Mm. And, you know, you can't have relationships, Libra, or intimacy, Scorpio, until mm. you had that with yourself. Right. Absolutely. Right doesn't work that well anyway you know if you if you don't have a relationship with the self and you don't have an intimacy with yourself about who you are and what you're bringing to the table yeah I've been working with some people lately and I've been thinking to myself wow what really matters in life is not all these particulars or how much money or anything it's just like did you go from the beginning to the end and See who you are and honor that and and bring that forth into the world. Mm. And, right? And Christina, you know this better than anybody. Like astrology teaches us that. It, it's, a, it, it's, it's, a, it's a map for, for who we are individually and what we can learn to be. Oh, so beautiful. And so what a like journey it really does take it's it's long and there's really high highs and low lows but you like really hopefully get to a place where you feel peaceful and happy with yourself and i feel like that starts totally with libra and scorpio that is like you know interacting with a particular person how do you feel peaceful within yourself in the face of that in the face of somebody else being there they're the they're they actually are the two mature signs. You know, they're the two really mature signs. They have to do with um relationships and the way in which we interact with each other emotionally. Mm-hmm. 
you know, some astrological philosophy says that conception starts with Sagittarius because Scorpio rules death. So, I mean, mm. not necessarily mm. literal, but in that sense, yes, literal. Um, right. And then, of course, also figuratively, but because um, Scorpio is all about letting go and, and transformation. But mm. if if Libra is about finally finding a person to partner with, Mm-hmm. And Scorpio is about how do we get along with that person? Like, what are the fundamental give and takes and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And you know, blah blah blah, till death do us part, and mm-hmm. um, and all of, and all all the vows, all the vows are Scorpio. Oh my gosh, I know they're kind of they can Living be a little out. dark. They're, they're, they're Libra and huh? They're, they can be a little dark if you really think very deep, deep and dark if you think about it. You oh really are losing the the single person that you are when you get into a relationship with somebody else that person kind of dies you know you have to be yes more yeah so of course the single you right the the single you has to die because you can't be the single you and be married at the same time Mm-hmm. It's not it's not fundamentally possible it's like you can't be you know virgin and a parent at the same time <laughs> right. like, like they're mutually exclusive <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. yeah and that's the yin yang of things mm-hmm. and when i was thinking when i just also said about the vows like it's you know marriage mm-hmm. vows and scorpio and Really, Scorpio is the living out of those vows, but but the, they're dark also. Sickness mm-hmm. and health, richer or poor, you know, like you're saying, like I'm going to be with you through the good and the bad. And the bad, yes, right, bad. because you know how many people do you know who are in for the relationship as long as it's the good? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded bride as long as things are great? And she continues to stay young looking, wealthy, and (laughs) (laughs) never loses her stellar sex drive. I do. I do. Well, yes, you make it that easy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, a world, a whole other world that would be. Yeah. Yeah, a world probably had collapsed, but yeah, because something sustaining, something sustaining the world in this yin yang model. Of course, of course, you know, something the very the very existence of the world is sustained by the yin yang, which is of course a very Libra esque image. Mm-hmm. Right? The balance. Libra is right there. So Mars and Libra and Venus and Scorpio. They're both in their detriment. So interesting. And please remind me in the audience, what's a detriment? Oh, please, you do. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, being in a Libra, being in a Mars and Libra mood. Oh, yes, hand over the, <laughs> right, the Mars work, um, the focus. So detriment, right, the planets um, act, um most uh what's a good word 
positively, smoothly. They act uh, most well in certain signs. Um, and those and, are called the rulers. And those are called the rulers, exactly. So they're connected to those signs and they just have an easy flow. And the opposite signs, um, so for instance, Mars is um, loves to be in Aries. Um, those two, Mars rules over Aries. Uh, Aries likes to be, you know, uh, independent, fierce warrior. And Mars loves to be that way. Uh, but Mars in Libra, Libra being the opposite sign of Aries, is where we have some detriment. It's a little bit more difficult to do the independent warrior thing when you have to be in a relationship with someone. Mars, and... is, fundament- Mars is fundamentally selfish. Preoccupied with the self, Mars rules Aries. Aries are preoccupied with the self. It doesn't mean Aries can't be in relationships. It just means that they have a focus on their own vision, Mm. their own visionary energy. So Mars is more selfish, and Libra is relationship-oriented. So it's hard for Mars to be in Libra. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. call that the detriment. The detriment. And then same with... Uh, Venus and Scorpio. Venus loves to be in Taurus. We have some, uh, there's a little similarity, I think, with those two, a little more so in that the values that both Taurus and Scorpio bring to the table or, or are looking for, and Venus is concerned with values, but we have more of a serenity, Venus-like and beauty, right? And Venus beauty, and Taurus, Venus is Venus, right? Love is beautiful. Yes. Love is beautiful. Love is kind. Love uh-huh. brings nice. Love brings nice jewelry. Venus and Taurus. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The yummy lasagna. Yes. Venus yes. and Scorpio. Venus and Scorpio. Love is sex, and love is death. <laughs> that's why that's the detriment you know as well there, there's a few people that probably like it that way but you know like it's a little more chaotic obviously love is not sex um, right although there are a lot of people that confuse those things aren't there sure of course temptation venus and scorpio lust lust is not love right Right. That's a little although trickier. People can, although people confuse them. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it, it feels intense. It feels certainly intense. So. Correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Venus in Scorpio is intense. Yes, she is. Fierce. Fierce love. Oh, it could be good, but yeah. It's a, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky combo, these two. But they're ushering us in, you know. In the order that they are, mm. in the order that they are, because it could absolutely be right now Venus and Libra with Mars and Scorpio. Mm. And, you know, it would be a completely different kind of energy. But there's certainly a proactive aspect to it, Mars and mm-hmm. Libra. You know, if, it, it's nice if you want to go out and find a relationship you could take action in balance and establishing relationships, Venus and Scorpio. Love is intimate. Scorpio is intimate. So mm-hmm. if you saw Scorpio as emotional honesty um, and not just power and control issues, 
Cause, mm. you know, mm-hmm. gotta watch out. Love is not, love is not a power and control issue. It's not supposed to be. That's another reason why Venus and Scorpio is a detriment. And yet it's all about autumn. Mm-hmm. Coming, coming to coming into that time of the year where we're going in, where things are intense. Mm-hmm. The change, the transition. Intense. Yeah, the things transformation. Go things go fast. Mm-hmm. Things go fast. Starting around September 1st, the year speeds up. It does. It feels like it does. Always, because yeah. we're in it. We're in anticipation of the end. Yes, yes, Which right. Is another oh. metaphor for life. Well, it's like growing old. Like for old people, time mm. goes faster and faster and faster because we're in anticipation of the end. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, the advent calendar, right? We count it down. We're we're getting ready. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah. How many days left in this year? How many days until Christmas? How many days until New Year's? You know. Mm -hmm. And then once something new begins, it feels like there's lots of space. So time Mm. goes slow. Mm. Time goes slow in January because there's so much of the year before you. Mm. The whole year. Lots of. Yeah. Right. Twelve whole months. Now there's a lot. There's a lot less left Mm -hmm. 2021 and there's still so much work to do (laughs) yes there is that's maybe that's winter 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 is coming so you better have the potatoes in the in the root cellar yeah (laughs) right (laughs) we have one more week of virgo that's all you get correct get to work (laughs) definitely because then you're going to have to work on yourself again. Introspection, inward time, you know, mm-hmm. doing that diplomacy with other people. Libra is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I like that we're still a little bit. I can feel the um, we're definitely past the quarter moon already. There's mm-hmm. only five days until the full moon. So we're really in the trine. So Mm -hmm. the moon is in Capricorn. Oh, and listeners and anyone who's listening to this live or listens to it afterwards, there's a beautiful alignment tonight, tomorrow, and the next night of the moon with Saturn and Jupiter. So when you do go outside, if you have a clear sky, the moon for the next three nights is going to transit through two very bright stars. So if you go out and you look for the moon, after sundown, it will be right there. You, it'll be an easy way for you to mark Jupiter and Saturn. Jupiter's on the left. It's very, very bright. Saturn is on the right. It's a little bit dimmer. But they stars, quote, unquote, but you can tell they're not stars. They're brighter than stars. So it's amazing to see that. You know, and it's just the right time of the year because that's happening, you know, after sundown but before bedtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the, the the other day when we were looking at the moon and Venus, Venus was yeah. right next to the moon, too. It is just yeah. gorgeous. And so now we're going to get it. such a show as it moves through Aquarius. Oh, yeah. Highly recommend going outside and trying to find it. Yeah. 
beautiful energy. And each time we get a cycle now, the moon going through Aquarius, it'll happen two or three or four times. Mm. It accentuates this energy again of what is fair, what is correct, what is high-minded about the way we're interacting socially, Mm. you know, you know, like still the pandemic, wearing masks, taking care of each other, being more separate, socializing in smaller groups, being Mm. able to come together still, but in either Zoom fashion or with a greater level of respect for each other's um, wellness. Mm. Mm. I love that. That's so good. We haven't really talked about that too much about the the wellness, you know, Aquarius isn't really, you know, I guess it is kind of associated with a wellness. Virgo is. Right. Virgo. right, 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 right. Exactly. We are going Virgo through such a, a time and, of wellness. And, and the new moon coming up next week, and we'll get into this more, I'm sure. It's all about that service and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Pisces. Pisces. It's Virgo. Moon Pisces, yeah. Yeah. Service and sacrifice in order to be able to do the socializing that we want to get back into, that we want to have birthday parties. We don't want to have to keep, you know, not doing these things. Family mm-hmm. dinners. In 2020, they recommended people didn't get together for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and that, that was extreme, but it wasn't, like, unfounded. It wasn't uh-huh. like they were making that recommendation to be controlling Right. So we're making a recommendation for public safety. For wellness. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, I no, I, I fully agree. It, uh, it is very interesting to look back and think about how we have really been on kind of a journey of of public wellness, of, of keeping each other, trying to keep each other safe, be responsible, especially responsible for our community and the groups of people, the tribes that we create and collect. Yeah. Well, I think there's a reason why Jupiter is revisiting Aquarius now for one last time. Mm-hmm. You know, won't be back in Aquarius for another 11 and a half years. So mm-hmm. the fact that it went into Pisces, but now it's come back into Aquarius, I think is rather telling. You know, it's saying that we can continue to expand our understanding of what community looks like. So many people have found that they don't need to be in each other's physical presence. It's very Aquarian, mm-hmm. you know. Like we're <laughs> yes. like we 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 transcend the body and the way in our in our basic interactions with each other. It becomes cerebral air. It becomes Aquarian, mm-hmm. and this is the Aquarian age, after all. Right. Over the phone and through the internet. Down the yellow brick road, we go. Community, communities of people having social get-togethers. Um, I can't remember the name of the app. Beginning, like April and May, our friends were all about this app. I don't even remember what it's called because we don't use it anymore. We mostly just do Zoom meetings. But house party? House party. I was just going to say house party. How funny was that? Yes. Yes. House party. House party of one in your phone with all of your friends. Yeah. Interesting that how this has caused us to reevaluate the way in which we interact and who you want to hug and who you want to hug regularly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right. Like that's that's a big deal. Who you're because willing getting to close to people. Mm-hmm. I set a couple of boundaries with a couple of people, people who might want to hug me more regularly. And I actually said, please don't be offended. But like, you know, I just don't feel like I need to hug you all the time. It, it, let's say it's somebody I see every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no reason for me to create that additional exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really weighing the possibility. Whoever would have done that? I mean, I'm Mr. Huggy guy. You know, <laughs> like I love hugging people, and 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 it's warm, and in the that's that's very important. For single people, the coronavirus has been horrible. Mm. They for so long, you know, they couldn't hug their friends, they couldn't hug their their doctor, <laughs> their mm-hmm. therapist, mm-hmm. their sister, their mother and father. Parents mm-hmm. were sitting at the end of the driveway to like have dinner with their kids, you know, mm-hmm. out and you know whatever their adult children in a different house. And I think there's been a real longing for for the for reconnecting on a physical level with people, mm-hmm. but it, and that's fine, that's amazing. Venus is in Scorpio. Let's reconnect on a physical level and you know mm-hmm. ha- and have love in that way love of hugs and love of affection, but, you know, let's be super sensible about it, Mars and Libra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, and don't be afraid we'll, to set way. boundaries and right. Don't be afraid right. to set boundaries. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating when I see somebody in a closed space with no mask on and they seem to think that's totally okay for them. Mm-hmm. You know, when co- when collectively the whole group of people are still participating in that, like everyone's participating. I asked someone today, what's it like in New York? She said 90%, 95% are putting masks on to go in the stores. Nobody's wearing masks in the streets, mm-hmm. but they're all putting masks on in the stores. And you have to be vaccinated to eat indoors in a restaurant. It's a mandate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, of course, people can fudge their vaccine card or whatever, which is on them. But those rules are exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. The, the boundaries, the boundaries and the intimacy and the way in which we interact with each other. So autumn is going to be even more about that, especially in a place like New York, because you're not going to have outdoor dining. Yes. So even, so even more people will have to participate in mandatory vaccination or they won't be able to go out and eat. Right, right. Let alone go out and eat, but, yeah, go out in public, let alone, like, still see the people that they love. You know, we have to be mandatory really... vaccination for Mandatory vaccination for 12 and up in the L.A. school system. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean... It, it's funny when you talk to people about what's wrong with this vaccine when you'll, you'll, you you vaccinated your children for chickenpox, so why aren't you vaccinating them for this? Right. What's yes. the difference? You know, this is now fully FDA approved, just like every other vaccine, because it's actually the coronavirus vaccine has probably the, been put through the largest vaccination test group in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, you know. I know. 
I mean, 250 million people have gotten vaccinated and they're doing a huge case study on it. Mm. I yeah. haven't grown a second head yet. <laughs> and like, again, I'm all for like, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your right. I'm not a, I'm not a vaccine person, but we do have to participate in the herd mentality. I remember my son's pediatrician saying, when I asked her to delay vaccination, not to not vaccinate, but just delay it. Mm-hmm. And she said, remember, the reason that you don't have to vaccinate is because everybody else has. Mm, I, was, I was just thinking that exactly that. It's like you, if you don't, if you choose not to get vaccinated, you still do have to participate in some way or another. Like the world around you is, is still requiring things of you. They're still requiring you to wear a mask. They're still, right. you know, you, you may have friends who don't want to spend time with you indoors because they're afraid that, Absolutely. you know. So there are other ways that you're still going to be having to be responsible for, um, for this and yourself in right. the relationship. Yeah. Right. Right, exactly. Mars and Libra, Venus and Scorpio. Yeah, and a generally happy new year to all of us. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, well, that was a little, that was a, that was a little um, shout out to the, to the Jewish people who had Rosh Hashanah and today is Yom Kippur. So tonight is a night where you're supposed to be thinking about what you would ask God for forgiveness for. And it's really a beautiful thing to do. Beautiful. Anyway, we can think about that's also about autumn. Um, I'm Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. Um, I'm here with Christina, and we'll be here next Wednesday to do a full moon show for you. I hope everybody has a great night. Good night.